0: Dan Dixon with Endeavor Silver Corp. Uh, We're a mining company, mining silver and gold out of Mexico. We have two existing operating mines. Uh, The story right now for Endeavor is our Terran Air project that we started construction on uh, in Q2 of this year, and we expect to be in production by Q4 of 2024, which almost doubles our production and cuts our
1: cost profile in half. Great. Dan, good to see you here. Yeah, thanks for having me. It's time for our annual checkup. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we we saw you last September and the September before. So, um, and obviously things are moving through the phases. Let's start with uh, why you're here. So we're at the conference Beaver Creek. We're we'll yeah. hoping to get out of it. Yeah, for us it's always just getting to our shareholders, explaining what's
0: happening in the company. Uh, also, there's a lot of small exploration companies here. It's always good to find out what other companies are doing, what's coming down the pipeline. Uh, unfortunately, there's not a lot coming down the pipeline. It's been kind of a little bit more quiet over the last kind of two years with with the markets, but.
1: It's always great to be here in Beaver Creek, such a beautiful spot. And, and so, what type of investors are you focusing on? Is it mainly institutional? Because you've got a kind of big regional component. It's to a you huge as well, retail yeah. component, but yeah. here we're trying to focus on institutional investors, absolutely. Right. Okay. Um, and just your thoughts on the market. So, silver sort of playing its role, it's, it's, doing, it's doing its piece, but you no know, one seems that interested in precious metal equities, well, certainly for the last two years. Has that affected your ability to raise capital? Yeah, for us, we've been in
0: a good position. We have operating assets that provide us cash flow, and then we put debt in place that so we got a commitment on. Uh, we announced that commitment earlier this year. We'll go to drawdown at the end of this year. So we're spending our money off our balance sheet on TerraNera right now. Mm. Uh, so we haven't really had to go to the equity markets, so put an ATM in place, provides us insurance if we need that uh, come the build on TerraNera. Um, but again, we're here just kind of telling our story, giving updates
1: to, to people who are already own our shares. Right. Okay. Now, when you walked into the business, you know, n- nearly two years ago, you walked into two quite tired assets. Yep. You needed to change the profile of the for- of your own portfolio. So, how's that gone? I think it's going well.
0: We're still in that transition. Uh, Guanacaste and Bolivares are still operating. They're going to operate for some time, uh, but they are higher cost assets. They just are. That's the life cycle that they're in. But the, for us, the terranera project really takes us down that cost curve. So we're in that construction period. We expect production for Q4 2024, and that hopefully rectifies our cost profile.
1: Yeah. Uh, with with Taronero. Right. Okay. And if we if we look at, we'll kind of park up the the original two and look look forward with the new assets. You sort of gave an indication with your um, opening piece. It is going to change the the the, the cost dynamic and your cost profile for for sure. Um. What are you going to have to do next? Because you've got you to keep moving yeah. forward. I know you haven't quite built it yet, but, not quite, but you've got to be looking forward. You're looking into a quite tired market, you said, as well. Okay. So what are you going to do?
0: We've got projects already lined up. I mean, it's yeah. an easy question for me to answer, to be honest. So last year we bought the Pitteria asset from SSR. It's one of the world's largest undeveloped silver assets. We've defined 600 million ounces of silver. That's with an open pit concept. So that's oxides and sulfides. Uh, we're looking to, uh, put an ad into that project to a high grade manto zone. Uh, we expect to be there. We want it to be there, to be honest by now, it's going to take till December. And then we're going to drill, uh, drill that project just to prove out some things from an underground standpoint. Right. So we're underground vein miners, Pitherea, we see a concept as an underground mine. So that's one of the assets we have coming behind Turnair. And then we also have a project called Perel and we're moving those in parallel. Uh, and ultimately Perel is a smaller asset than Pitherea. It's underground vein mining as well. It's an old historical district, old development's already been there. Uh, we think we can bring that in relatively quickly for cheaper, but we're more focused on Piteria because of the size and scale and the impact it can have on the company.
1: Right. And then to, given what's happening in the market, look at cash distressed complete and um, assets out there. Yep. I know you talked about last time about accretive growth, you yep. it, you know, slow and steady was the race. Um, is this the time to going to pick up some of those distressed assets because prices aren't going to get better? Yeah,
0: it's about, for us, it's resource allocation. So if we have the resources, whether it's cash or whether it's people to be able to put move those projects forward, it's part of the reason being here at Beaver Creek, look and see what else is out there. We're never going to stop looking because you can always put things in. We just have to be smart. And like I say, uh, in the past, we have to be methodical of how we do that. So if something comes up that looks like can be accretive over time, absolutely we look at it. Okay, um, but we just
1: have to be selective. And you feel because of your track record, the market will be there for you? Not necessarily, you know, uh, not retail money, but yeah, institutional's uh, backing
0: is kind of depending everything. on the size of that transaction. So we right. obviously are generating cash flow, When Terranera comes along right. the line we will generate significantly more cash flow. Uh, we have great liquidity in our shares. I think with if we complete Terranera on time on budget, that gives us a lot of credit in the marketplace and allow that. Um, I think we have a good name in the marketplace that would,
1: if we had to do something, we could go get it done. Okay. talk to me. What's happening in country? Obviously L- lots of chatter, lots yep. of uncertainty, what can you tell us from on the drought?
0: Yeah. Mexico's coming into an election in 2024, obviously there's been a lot of rhetoric from the government against mining companies, uh, for the last kind of four or five years. They haven't changed, uh, the tax laws. They haven't changed our taxes for mining companies. There is a new mining. T- Uh, laws that have come in with regards to concessions, water rights. Uh, We're looking for that detail to come out in November. Um, For us, we don't think it has a huge impact. There are a couple things that need clarity that could impact us, but we're waiting on that. Um, Otherwise, for us in Mexico, we still think it's one of the top jurisdictions in the world. Obviously, the geology is first and foremost um, top-notch compared to the rest of the world. For silver, it's the second largest uh, uh, jurisdiction for producing silver. And quite frankly, we have good knowledge, good legal teams that we understand what we need to do in Mexico. And that's one of our competitive advantages.
1: Right. Okay. So you're, um, okay. I guess we'll see what happens. Obviously they've selected their candidates and who knows what happens next year, but do you think both sides are pro mining? Both sides want, I guess. No, there's
0: always one side that's more pro mining than the other side. I think with the Moreno government, like I say, they've had a lot of rhetoric um, and it's just, they're speaking to their kind of their base, so to speak. And, um, again, in the last five years, they haven't done anything drastic to change this. They are part of the North American free trade agreement. Uh, cause I get questions about nationalization, which is a non-topic for me in Mexico. Um, but at the end of the day, you never know what's going to happen or, or how the winds move. I mean, the reality is across the world, we need metals. Um, everybody wants to go green to go green, you need metals, um, I think when people realize that, some of that rhetoric around open pit mining in Mexico will go away. For us, we're underground vein miners, so it doesn't impact us, but there has been chatter
1: around open pits and and lack of permits for open pits over the last couple of years. Right. It seems like balance sheet, you've been sort of tidying that up and getting it into some semblance of order. Do you feel that, obviously, with the impending revenue streams that you've been talking about, you'll be able to um, do, do more?
0: Yeah. I mean, the reality is actually we're probably wrecking our balance sheet a little bit. Our balance sheet has been in great shape. we had over $78 million of cash with no debt at the end of the year. So now we're putting debt on the books to build up Terranera. So by the end of 2024, we'll have $120 million of debt on our balance sheet, but ultimately that hopefully will generate $55 million of cash. And then we clean that up and and we kind of keep leveraging that. I think it's important. I'm an f- accountant background, finance guy. I think that some debt on the books yeah. is good you just have to be the right scale of company to be, to have that. And I think we're approaching that. And I, like I say, I think with Terra and then Pitheria, we're a company that can take on a little bit more
1: debt. Right. And do you, and do you feel that over the last two years you, you can feel or sense the market is starting to trust you more in terms of like delivering quarter over quarter, it helps, right? Yeah. Oh, for sure.
0: It helps. Um, I've been with the company actually 15, 17 years. So a lot of people I know, I think there's still probably a little bit of wait and see as me being in the CEO role. Um, I think really it's delivering on Teren is the big part of that. And people are waiting for
1: that. Well, that's that's how That goes smoothly. We'll no, see I hope each. so too. See you next September. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> okay.